Welcome back, everybody. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. We are live out at Certix in Northeast Minneapolis. Let's give it a big shout out for. Oh, yeah. Let's love that. Santa up. Stop. Santa Stop, which means, of course, you can come out and drop off some toys. We have a couple more toys in the old Santa Box bin, which is lovely. And uh, and then you can get some candy. You can hang out with us. We've got a great crowd here. We do. We do. And we did have a live question yeah, we did. Uh, about baking questions. So go ahead and ask your question. I have a uh, recipe for chocolate frosted cookies okay. that's sentimental to everybody in the family because my grandmother used to make them. Yeah. And they don't come out exactly how she used to make them. And she had it. I mean, I'm old, so these cookies <laughs> these cookies were like she was baking them in the 1950s. Oh. Um, and she would say she had to sift the flour three times and... You know, uh, and it's it's chocolate squares or chalk. They're not as dark. So what's the question? Um, what do I have to still do all that sifting? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I usually do. I usually do. Yeah. There's nothing. So wait. So and so your question. I mean, like, what? How are they not? Okay. So that's your chocolate choice, probably. Okay, so if there's cake, if there's if it's too cakey, yeah, there's probably a different gluten measured to the flour that she had versus what you have. So how can I that? Honestly, if you pull back on some of the flour, in my mind, that makes them less cakey. That might give them a little bit less. I don't know what your shortening. What's your what's your fat in there? Is it butter or is butter. it okay? Butter and sugar. I would. You could try a gluten-free flour. That's gonna make it. That would. I think you. Just, it's gonna have a really different texture. But if you're trying to recreate something, you could try. I think you should just. I think you should just cut back a little bit on the flour. I think if it's if you're trying to recreate something from the '50s, the squares are how it's gonna go. I mean, I think that would be better because it's also gonna be a denser. You know, a more uh, cocoa powder, you know, has been so it kind of gets. I'm actually going to say the reverse. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think, think the they used the powder more. I think they in... used the squares, like the actual. Well, who knows? Because you had the German. Remember the German chocolate baking squares? All of our moms used those. Yeah. Um, but the Hershey, the Hershey's cocoa formula that has also changed over the years. So that could be part of it, too. But yeah, yeah you know. No, I know. you yeah. just want to get it. You want to get want a it. taste memory yeah. of how you remember exactly. Yeah, yeah. you I, do need to sift. I, I don't care about sifting. I never have sifted in my whole life, and 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 that's what that is. 
Yeah, this is like, that's going to be really refined. And so I was going to say, but I think if you pull back on some of the flour, if you just cut a little bit of the flour, you're, it's going to be less cakey. Maybe if, I would say this is like if you add more butter, too. Yeah, let us know how that goes. Yeah. There was the last year, I think I made those Maker's Mark br- no flour brownies, oh. the gluten-free brownies. Yeah. Oh, they are like the chocolatiest, deliciousest morsels. Yeah. That is a really good recipe. Yeah, a higher cocoa content, too. If you want to use chips instead, if you're melting them, I'm just saying that mm-hmm. now we can have these 70%. Yeah, that's. Yeah, they have some of those, too. Those are great. Okay. All right. Okay. Time for so talk good. to you without yes. Bill. Give me a, a one, two, one, two. And now the weekly dish presents top two, top two, the top two. Pick your best two in our two. All right, give me two with him. All right, so it's the time of the show, you guys, where we talk about a couple things we've been thinking about. It's on our mind. What do you got? What's your first one? You know, we talked about these last year, but they've kind of updated. It's baking it real. Yeah. And these are baking kits that you get all of the ingredients to make a cookie. And what they've done that's really cute that I like is they've got a letter in there from the elf on the shelf <laughs> or from Santa. So it's something I think that would be really great if you're uh, someone that has a little in your life and you want to do something an activity with them because they will personalize the letter to the kid. So it is baking it real, the Santa or Santa elf edition. I think they're cute. It's fifty two fifty. They come in a box. They're sweet. How many how many cookies do you get out of that? Uh, let's see. Two dozen, much? I think. Okay. Actually, no, there's four dozen. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. 50 bucks needs to be more than a dozen cookies. You yes. Know I mean? No, it's four dozen that you make. They have all the stuff that you need right. in there, though. Right. No, super cute. I like that stuff. All right. Uh, the first one I'm going to give you is this coffee liqueur that I tried uh, up at Brother Justice Distillery. Yum. Um, and it's a coffee whiskey liqueur, which of course is hello. Thank you for that. Um, and that is, uh, it's a, so it's a, it's a partnership with the Get Down Coffee Company, Houston White, um, and his uh, coffee company up in North Minneapolis. And it's Brother Justice, and you, you can get it only at the distillery right now. It's limited edition. It is delicious. Like, to a point where this is bugging me. I love coffee liqueur. It is like, you guys, it is a thing that some coffee liqueurs get kind of cloying and sweet, you know, and you kind of feel like it's almost like too sugary for me. And this stuff is so rich and so velvety and so delicious, and it goes great. And if you're thinking like espresso martinis, this is the one you want to get. If you're thinking about an Irish coffee, they're doing what they're calling Camden Town Coffee up there. Love. So good. And just even if you want some, like, over some ice cream, like, that's what I would set out for, like, if you have a pint of ice cream, just put a scoop and a little bottle of this coffee liqueur out. Do you know, this is also, you buy, um, this is just to make that one step more hot or attractive. You do candy canes crushed up or Heath bars crushed up. Sure. Or, like, a speculous cookie crushed up. Yeah. And you do the chocolate liqueur or coffee liqueur. Coffee liqueur, yeah. You can even use coffee ice cream. That's my yeah. um that's my mother-in-law's when you don't have dessert dessert. Right. Well, and that's like I think that I don't make desserts usually. Like I'm not going to bake you a cake or a pie for after a dinner I just cooked you. So what I so but I always have a scoopable something and we used to do these things called affogados. If oh, you guys yum. know that, which is yes. just remember those oh, I where love you those. just take like you have like a little dish of vanilla ice cream and you take a hot espresso and you pour it over. But this is like a great kind of like if you don't have like a hot espresso machine or it's like having that kind of an idea doing the just the coffee liqueur is so good. Love. So right. delicious. Okay, my second, second one, one, 
I saw this last week when I was at Certix. It is the Pennsylvania Dutch old style eggnog. <laughs> What's amazing about this is it's nine ninety nine for this spiked bottle of eggnog, but it's made with real cream. Oh, is it? So you can't figure out like how can this is whole bottle no, of booze? Dutch? Yeah, how can this whole? It's tasty, one over Stephanie. Get one over here. It's really tasty. Doesn't this look like a Phillips bottle? It does look like a Phillips bottle. I'll put a picture on our Facebook page oh or on God. our Instagram. Made with real dairy cream, rum, brandy, yeah, and blended whiskey. Yes, you serve whiskey. it chilled. It's kind of like uh, horchata or rum chata, but it's um, whiskey and it's eggnog. And brandy and rum. I don't know if you've heard that. Part. And it's delicious. And it's nine ninety nine. Yeah. So I just think it's super festive, super fun. If you're going to a hostess gift, you know, 10 bucks. that's about what a hostess gets coughed. Get them something that they're new and unusual. Okay. Did okay. You, and you tasted it? Stephanie, here we go. Are you cracking it now? She's pulling it? She's taking a pull, everybody. We have not paid for this. We're going to get kicked out any second now by this. Fantastic. I told you. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's real good for 10 bucks. 10 bucks. That's it. That's that could sit in your car. I mean, like, I don't know. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. All right. My second one has to be there's a new fish market that we haven't talked about. Oh, is it in St. Louis Park? It is. It's called. Oh, I'm so excited. It's called Brookie's Fish Market. You guys it just opened in the Texatonka and I haven't gotten up there, but I'm heading up there today um, because I can walk there, which is like I feel like they built this all here because I moved into the neighborhood. Thank God. Thank God. But it's uh, Chris Nelson, who happens to be a former Coastal Seafoods guy. So he's still getting all his fish from the same place Coastal Seafoods does. So you got to know about the quality is really right on cute little neighborhood spot. And it's just, he's got, you know, he's got all sorts of fresh fish. Like he's got tilapia, he's, but he's got salmon. He's got Arctic char. There's oysters, there's lobsters. There's all sorts of good I'm stuff. I'm real there. excited about this. Yeah. It's very, very exciting. And I'll put a blog up. It's called Brookies. I'll put a, I'll put a blog up this week on Monday about it. Brookies and, fish market. Yeah. It's so exciting. It's right next to revival in the Texatonka little, uh, strip mall by angel food bakery. Right. Yep. 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 So cute. Now we have a Judith McGran as well. Oh my God. I mean, whatever. what is happening? We're getting know. things in St. Louis, Louis Park. Park. Gold Valley. You don't next, live in St. Louis Park. I feel like I can co opt it, can't I? Know I? You keep doing that. It's like me saying I would live in, like, because I lived in, you lived in St. Paul and I lived in, like, Roseville, that that was the same neighborhood. But I felt like you could co op Minnetonka when you lived in Orono. I never wanted to. No. Okay. No. I just adopt people. I know you do. I have You're fun generous feelings. That way. I just want everybody to have good you local just, places to shop. No, this is true. We all do. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You guys, we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about some private dining spaces you might want to book Yum. for your holiday parties. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. We're live at Certix. Come out and visit us. We're brought to you by Maker's Mark. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. We are live at Certix in uh, Northeast Minneapolis. We are happy to be here. Uh, it's a Santa stop again, so come on down. Is it wonky? Uh, come on down and uh, donate to the Santa Drop. We have donate some toys and hang out with us. It's a lot of fun. We still got we are 45 having minutes. a good time. I know, yeah. and our bucket's full. I know. I love People that. are so generous. I just it makes you feel good at holiday. It really time. does. It really does. Um, so we, I want to talk a little bit about. I got a call from a panicked person saying that uh, she was supposed to host something at her house, and uh, she had a slight plumbing issue, and oh she was like, "I can't have twenty five house anymore um so what do i do and i was like well you got to call some people you got to call some private rooms you got to see if there's a uh 
you know, a um, a restaurant that's got an open table, yep. those kind of things. And so it got me thinking, like, maybe you just do that. Maybe you just don't worry about it at your house this year. Maybe you... Great idea. You phone it in and... Call, you're not phone it in, but you call in... Yeah. A professional space. Help. Phone it in, because that's not phoning it in. So I was looking up some places for people about where you want to go book, maybe your holiday party, your staff party. Yep. There's still lots of spaces available, so don't think that you're way too late if you want to gather some people, right? Absolutely. So one of the ones I wanted to talk about uh, was that is one that is a favorite of a lot of people, and it looks great. It's decked out for the holidays. It's Brit's Pub. Oh, excellent. And you don't think about that often because you're thinking like, oh, you think of them in the summertime for the lawn bowling. Yes, and fish and chips. Yep, yep. And so it's sort of like that whole thing of like, I don't know, you feel like um, maybe you're not thinking of like holiday, but when you go in there on the holiday, it is, there's like beautiful greenery and lights and everything else. More importantly, they have side rooms. They have the fireplace room. They have plenty of little small spaces that have great ambiance that have their own separate bars, fireplaces. It's all decked out. It's wonderful. I feel the same way about the Nicollet Island Inn for the exact same reason. Oh, good call. Super beautiful decor, free parking, easy to get in and out, especially with older people. Yep. The acoustics in there are wonderful, so you can hear your elders talking and you can have an actual conversation yep. and a lot of great little rooms. And it's a, it's just this historic, beautiful place that so sort of screams pretty. Edwardian Christmas. Yeah, totally. You know, and, and then, it's gorgeous. And that bar, I yeah. mean, like, if you can get that little, like, go have a whiskey in that bar, I mean, that's an escape for sure. Um, I wanted to shout out a place that you may not have heard of. It's called Steady Pour. Is, is this a, a distillery? No. This is a private space. These are the these are this are this is a company that does. Uh, they make non-alcoholic beverages. Uh-huh. They sell them by the growler, but they have this great space. It's where Vini had popped up last. Sure. And so they have a full kitchen in the back, and then they've got this amazing room. Neat. Where you it just feels like if you want a space that's just yours, you know, because sometimes when you get into restaurants, and you have. You know, uh, people who are like you have like office workers who get out of control or else you feel like you lose people to the other fun that's happening. But you want a very concentrated space. Maybe you want to do like a program, like a gift giving. You want to do speeches or whatever. You guys, Steady Pour is one of those awesome spaces. And I think they can fit like a 100 people. Maybe I'm not 100 percent sure. I'll put the link up. But you can have it be whatever you want it to be. And it's totally affordable. And there's a full kitchen. That's and a bar that they, that you can kind of manage however you want. You know what else is a really cute spot that people forget about is Aster Cafe. Yeah, they have a lot of separate little rooms too because they do a lot of weddings and meetings and and also the Happy Gnome upstairs. Oh, the Happy Gnome upstairs! I totally forgot. You can have like a hundred person event there real easily. It's real pretty. Um, it's just it's another kind of hidden gem. Um, did you even know that in Mer- at, at Meritage in St. Paul, which is of course is decked out gorgeously for the holidays, they have a whole back room that they just really kind of launched around the COVID times. I don't. I know it's called the Medoc Room, and it seats about between eight and twenty-five people, and it's a totally separate from the restaurant. Again, it's your own private space, and it's warm and cozy. And think about having like an entire. Like oyster fueled cocktail party there. Yum. Hello. I'm going to dinner there next week and I can't wait. Yeah. It's been a while. They might be on the cover of my magazine that's coming. Oh, out. excellent. I know. It's going to be great. Love it. Um, and another one that I was thinking about was um, uh, oh, so I mean, a lot of times this one is what I think I love about the fact that it's still a distillery, but the upstairs at O'Shaughnessy, the potato room. Oh, yes. You guys, the potato room at O'Shaughnessy Distilling is spectacular. They have really cool spaces there. Yeah. I really do love that. And, of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't call out Malcolm Yards. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Molly and Malcolm Yard. Yeah, they have a lot of spaces there that can be customized for the size of your group. Yeah. Um, yes. And also, uh, if you want something kind of different but festive, like El Burrito Mercado has an extra like side room oh. where you can go to have like a family taco bar or you can get a lot of people if you've got like an office party. Very nice. And you want a bigger crew. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Um, I'd also point out that like Hewing Hotel like maybe you don't necessarily have an entire group and you don't necessarily want to book an entire room. What I love about what the Hewing does is they reserve those spaces. Like right on the main lobby area, you can like gather in front of the fireplace. You can be tucked in the corner and put together a little spread of whatever you want. Um, and Or they'll like hold a bunch of tables for you. And I think that's kind of fun too. So you don't have to worry too much about like paying a room charge or things right. like that. Um, there is another little sweet room at... Um they run the Mill Kitchen. Mill Valley Kitchen on Excelsior or 100. Or, yeah, yeah. They have a really nice oh, room there, too, that people... I sat in it for a book club, and there were like 15 of us, and it was excellent. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, and the door closed, so we had our... We have a lady that doesn't like to do the book club at her house, and she finds cute spaces, and also um lakes and uh lakes and legends yes is a it's it's a big spot so you're there with lots of other people but they do a nice job of kind of carving it out and then um another uh it's a brewery and it's i'll think of it sorry yeah it's on top of my head oh it's good um here's one that actually i did this on the fox Nine the other day this is a really cool idea this is brews and bulbs and this is where they take that uh the brewery tours you get a bus and you go to three different breweries, and then they cart you around the city of St. Paul looking at lights, you can rent the whole bus. It's a 14-person bus. It's a cute little thing. You get to drink while you're on the bus because you're not driving. And you can rent it for 500 bucks. Like, 550 for 14 people is like 40 bucks a person. I love that. And that's like a party. Think about that. Instead of having to be in one spot, you can make it a roving party. Another place that you can kind of cordon off is Royal Craft Foundry. Oh, the Royal Foundry. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I went to a Sip and Bloom event there, which also I'd like to recommend those. You can make porch pots and wreaths, and it's this just sweetest, funniest, cutest man. And he has all the stuff. So you get a drink, and you make your pot with your friends. It's like 45 to 50 bucks generally. Yeah. And but they have separate little areas you can do yeah, that. Yeah, and you go. he does them at distilleries and breweries, and he's just great. Number 12 Cider, he's got a bunch of events coming up. I love it. I'm going to throw one more large table at Julia downtown. They have, oh. they have a large table in what used to be a bank vault. Yeah. Very cool. All right, I'm going to try to get a list up of all of this Please. for everybody because it feels great. like we should have one, a list of those. We're going to take a quick break, you guys, and we're going to come right back. We're live at Certix. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. All right, everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today on this first, uh, it's the first weekend of December, which is like, I don't know if everyone's out shopping or if you're already crying about the game. We already, is it a 2-0? Is that, we're still at 2-0? Oh, no. I know. Kurt's going to get our tree today, and I begged him to get one for my bedroom. Oh, you want two trees? I was thinking, why not? Okay. Just one with lights that I can lay in bed and look at it. All right. I know he won't, but I might do it anyway. Well, we're out at Certix, and we are live, and we're being joined by Sir Peter Plain, who is, of course, the wine. I don't know. What's your title now? Uh, well, 
wine department manager and buyer. Okay. The simple, simple task. I think we should change it to wine guru or something. You know, that's really the title. I just try to downplay it. You just try to downplay it a little bit. Try not to. What's your last name? Plain? Plain. Yeah. Like Peter Plain sounds like Peter Parker. Like you're going to like rip off your coat and be Superman underneath. Yeah. Super wine guy. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Super wino? Can yeah. we do that? Is that a- Absolutely. I feel like that's appropriate. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I always tell everyone I drink for a living. The Wizard of Wine? Sure. I mean, you drink for a living. I yeah. eat and drink for a living. Yeah, we go, all yeah. talk about food for a living. I talk we for a living. Great. Yeah. I know. Yeah. All right. So tell us a little. Now, you're just recently uh, joining Cerdix this year, wasn't yep, it? Yeah, back in April. Mid-April. Right. So tell us a little bit about who you are in the Twin Cities scene. Uh, Well, that's... That's a long story. It, it is, but I don't like... You know, uh, it's. I would say I started uh, about 10, 12 years ago just... Kind of being in restaurants and focusing on wine, yeah. And uh, both my parents were teachers, so it kind of just organically became uh, helping. I would go through a pr- program, and then people helped me go through it. Yeah. And then I just turn around and help the people coming up behind me and helping them. Yep. And now it's kind of become a thing. And my <laughs> my uh, my former students have started Twin City Psalms, which is a big organization for Huge. has over a hundred people on their mailing list, and we started as a group of five of us. Yeah, you guys were all cool. out tasting and like hanging out and just drinking wine together and like trying to figure it out yeah it came down to that and you know in along the way we're studying for credential exams or yeah. just for just being better professionals and yeah. learning more and just perpetually just being curious um and now uh yeah they're doing all sorts of great things they're all over the place i mean you get amy waller and, yep. and, and paul, paul hennessy and you know everybody it's a cool they're, 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 bunch it is it's a really great bunch it is um so yeah i couldn't be happier that they're, they're turning, turning around now and teaching their people yeah no you guys really did you guys really have created um, a new level of wine experience for the drinkers in town because of the education that you're sharing amongst each other and mm-hmm. then pushing each other to get to a new level. And then yeah. now you guys are all in places of, of prominence and power that sort of bring more wine and better wine into our lives. Yeah, and we're all talking to each other to make sure that, you know, if I'm in, I'm here, obviously here at Certix and this is a great place for people to come and get wine, but you've got Paul at Mara and you've got people other, across yeah. all the cities that we can all talk to each other and start going, what do we want to bring in? What do we want to share with people? Right. Or what we feel is underappreciated and kind of like push it a little bit and make people discover it. So what do you think as far as like the characteristic of like the wine personality of the Twin Cities? Can you like kind of give us an idea of how we are compared to everybody else? Um, nationally? Yeah. Um, I would say if I had to pick a celebrity to compare us to, I, for some reason, Aaron Paul just jumped into my head. <laughs> um, and that's, Breaking bad. Yeah. And that's... We can get we can, we can get dirty with the best of them. Yeah. But then when it comes right down to it, the talent level is very very high. Um, we're versatile. There's a di- huge diversity in what we can do, and uh, but it's we're just at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's, it, he, he's got a long career ahead of him. Yeah. We're just we're I just like we're, we're just getting off the ground. This is great. I think that's true. Okay, so talk to me about coming to Certix and having all mm. of this wine be sort of like. I mean, like this is a storage shop. This is not a small I know the, liquor the, store in a corner. It, it's, it was pretty exciting when I first, start, you know, we started talking about the possibility of this happening, and I was like, "This is a legendary store. This is legendary. I mean, One of the first stores yeah. after Prohibition, yeah. right? Yeah, and it, it, so there's it's certainly a lot of responsibility there, and it's a privilege to be, you know, part of it, and you know, being this this generation getting ready for the next generation, right? Right. And uh, it's but you've got a, it's a complex thing. I think we we both talked about this. That we've got people who have been shopping here for 30, 40, 50 yeah. years. Yeah. And there's, we got some folks who moved in across the street last week. Right. So it's trying to keep balance that seesaw of trying to keep everybody happy, which is inevitably impossible. Oh, but, right. but it's just, you know, trying to move us forward to the next, keep us relevant and keep us uh, fresh. And I want to bring us back to the days of where if you can't find something, go check Certix because they probably have something close to it, if not that thing. Yeah. yeah. 
that, that's my goal is to, to bring the store back to that whatever the legendary status it, it had and and we're i think we're on the right path what is exciting right now in wine for you um, I think the curiosity that a lot of people have right now, um, they, certainly the beer industry has helped us out on that. that you, just, you walk into a tap room and you say, what are you pouring? Oh, sure, I'll try that. Yeah. Um, and there's certainly a lot of excitement about what's new, what's the thing, what's what, what did I have at a party that a friend brought, what did I see on Instagram? I mean, that's a huge part of it, you know, it's, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or any yeah. of the socials. You know, inevitably, if there's a trend kicks off, we're going to hear about it. Like, oh, do you have that? I'm like, oh, that must be on TikTok now. That must be on TikTok, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's there's this constant evolution now, particularly in this neighborhood, because, you know, Northeast has been so revitalized by the, some of the developments and yep. some of the new buildings. And it's just gotten younger and more exploratory. It's so, so interesting to sit in yeah. here. I was here last weekend, and you have, like, your, uh, we'll call them seasoned wine buyers yes. who are coming to load up for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Then you had, like, a couple of guys that were going to be watching a game that came in and grabbed a six-pack. Mm-hmm. Then you had this other group that was at the ready to drink and they were talking about all the local Minnesota made cocktails mm-hmm. and like oh this one's really good have you had this one it was just it was like wow and then you had a you have the huge sake selection here oh yeah so a lot of people were coming in for that yeah I mean that's been a labor of love for Melissa for years for years so. and yeah. I right. think she's finally arrived she's arrived of course a long time ago right. but it feels like people know that they can come to Certix for yeah. sake and it's one of the only places where you find sake at stored cold as a yes. stored cold yeah. absolutely I know this yeah. is true so what is it that is a what is like your biggest challenge as far as like trying to trying to like find the wines or like I mean what is your biggest challenge as a wine buyer well it, it's 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 an ever evolving puzzle which is why I love it it's really fun yeah but uh, the last several the last decade or so across around the world has been rather challenging weather wise and true so you know everyone's there was a thing Sancerre took off and then but Sancerre had like three four harvests of horrible so there's like half as much as there used to be yeah. or less so there's that but then it's also just emerging wine regions and getting people to um, explore regions that they kind of wrote off a while ago yeah. so, so it's like australia got to you know they think oh it's it's yellowtail it's whatever i'm like and there's nothing wrong with yellowtail for, for you know it's some it's really an so, expensive table wine yeah. it, it's a solid wine for the price yeah but um there's a lot of really cool things happening there right now and it's just kind of like no no no, look at australia again because there's some really great things happening just as that's just one example the southern hemisphere itself is exploding yeah um with with really cool stuff i still think you can get like such great spanish wines that are oh, very yeah. inexpensive oh, yeah. portuguese wines and there's, and there's a revolution there with some of the new generation the younger ge- winemakers there doing some really fun stuff and the heritage grapes too that mm-hmm. are grapes you've never even heard of like yeah. they're they're not even grapes you know how to pronounce yeah and i'll, I'll bring one in and, and uh, i'll talk with like noel or something and they're like well we've never had that in the store i'm like well cool we have one now now we do yeah. so it's, it's and i've always built talk about building a program like having a crayon box yeah it's like you know you can you either have the box of eight which you can't do a whole lot with but it works well, uh, my goal is the 136 with the pencil sh- with the sharpener in the back. Yeah. You know, it's like have the most diverse oh, yeah. options. So it's like I like I like blue. I'm like, well, what kind of blue? I'm like uh, cerulean, right? Or <laughs> or cornflower or royal or whatever. Yeah. So you just want to build that diverse. So if someone says, I want to try something new, you're like, great. I don't have to take you from black to orange. Right. It can be from black to Gray. This gray or something yeah. or, or something, yeah, whatever. Well, and I think I people that. are getting a lot more accustomed to talking with the shopkeepers, talking mm-hmm. with their bartenders. Mm-hmm. That whole like being embarrassed yeah, to yeah, ask yeah. questions. I feel like this generation could care less. They are not embarrassed. Sure. They no, they're gonna, seekers. They're yeah, seekers. they want the information. They Absolutely. want the stories. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, I've always said that the the stupid que- the, the worst question to ask is the one you don't. Ask. The one you That's don't right. Ask. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So as we're heading into the holidays, people want to know. Like bottles of wine. Like, mm-hmm. can you give us two wines that are your favorites for the holiday season? 
Um, we have actually there is a new Minnesota sparkling winery that uh, we just started carrying a little while ago, and they just started distributing um, through uh, Libation Project, one of the local distributors, and they are making some outstanding sparkling wine. Who is and, it? Uh, it's Moose. M O U S S E. Yes. And of course, there's moose antlers on. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, right. So, uh, but they do some dry whites, and they have a sweet red that is actually not that sweet. It's just like, kind of like this, like tasty sweet. It's like, nice. but it's really good for, as like an aperitif, like have before dinner, have at a cocktail yeah. party. Yeah. You know, you can kind of you just and it's lower in alcohol, so you don't have to get you know you don't get party started too early. Right. Yep. Right. Um, and so they're really fun, um, and we put them on the, one of our features with uh, for pairs with it pairs really well with, actually, with sweet like cookies and things like that. Oh yeah, just, to them. Yeah, yeah. they're out of jo- like Jordan. I yes, feel like? I yeah, so, yeah, Jordan, Minnesota. Yeah, right. doing great stuff. Good. And um, and then so um, actually Italian whites I think are going to make a comeback because it's it, Italy is so much more than Pinot Grigio. Yeah. So we're really diversifying, like getting some Herbaluce, some you know some Trebbiano de Bruzzo. There's some new producers being brought in by the distributors that are really tasty and more than. You know, there's much more to Italy white than Pinot Grigio. Yeah, I'm a big and fan Ambrose of your Prince. Austrian wine section here too. Mm. Oh, it's been it's been so solid for so, forever. Forever. Yeah. You have a Riesling, that Goebbelsberger, that mm-hmm. I still recommend. That's yep. on sale actually. I think it's fifteen ninety nine. I saw. Yeah, yeah somebody yeah. somebody yeah. pinged us about it. I turned this my mother in law onto that because it's just a really solid, easy white. Mm-hmm. It's fairly dry. It pairs yeah. well with all the food. That's, it's a little lighter in alcohol. That, didn't need, that doesn't need you know a lot of work. It's always been, it's been solid for so long. It's sort of just, just little tweaks and little little diversification in there and and you know just showing what's the goal is to show around the world what's happening in each of the regions and like what's keeps so it's current so it's like the traditional and then who's new in california who's new in austria who's things like that and you have a high-end cooler i'm going to call it yes that you just installed that has higher end wines mm-hmm. priced by the bottle mm-hmm I love that idea because sometimes you want to buy your boss a nice bottle of wine yep. or you want to have or a special yourself. event wine. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you <laughs> I don't think you deserve it, it, it yourself. Yeah. And they're oh. all chilled and ready to go. And mm-hmm. they're like right there. And you just ask a consultant to help mm-hmm. you because they're locked because they're and, higher. And it's end. kind of a tip of an iceberg thing because the drawers pull out and there's more wine. There's in there, more wine so. behind okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I oh, think yeah. that's brilliant. Okay. We're going to have to wrap it up. We're talking with Peter Plain, who is the chief wine guy, guru uh, guy at Certix. I want one more thing from you, though. I want one wine. One restaurant that you want to send someone to for a great wine list, just one. Well, I already listed off a couple. Um, so obviously, you know, go see Paula at Mara. Yeah. Um, um, I'm blanking on her name. It's all horrible. Hyacinth has got some great stuff. Hyacinth, yeah, and, 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 and also at. Um, I'm doing the thing that Steph just did. I can't think of it. It's right in the tip of my tongue. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll just we'll say. You know, Sarah oh, Hyacinth. Oh, Sarah Posge is at. Um, uh, over. Oh my God, I'm blanking again. Oh yeah. We just we just we just had the the Brogelay event there a couple weeks ago oh. with, with with Thomas Liquor. Um. Anyway, I'm anyway, sorry. We'll figure it out. There's a lot. There's, okay, so there's far, a lot of good out there. There's a lot of good wine lists out yeah, there. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Thanks for having us. We are going to be right back. Thanks, Peter Plain, Wine <laughs> Wizard. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. It's been a really fun day out here live at Certix. We have a very full Santa drop. We do. Someone so came great. And brought me a cute bunt pan. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. It's been yeah. real fun. And yeah, and it's all benefiting the Ronald McDonald House, which is just such and a. Jordan came from the Ronald McDonald yes. House, and she said she had just Ugh. left the house this morning. And there's a grandma there with uh, kids. two kids running around, and a lady that had to run off to the hospital. Yep. That's what happens at Ronald McDonald that House. Is, there's it is. families there that are taking care of sick kids, and any joy we can bring them during this holiday season is pretty amazing. For 
Sure. Uh, I, Peter wanted us to, to let us know that the two restaurants he wanted to call out, one was Bungalow Club, which is, of course, you know, over in Longfellow, or Seward, sorry, Seward neighborhood. So good. Andrew Craft, wonderful, great wine list. The second one was Muriel. Yes. In St. Paul, which is just lovely. And I will be there on Sunday. I don't know if there's any tickets left on Sunday, December 11th or the 18th, but... I'll be doing that reading at, at 7.30 p.m. What are you doing? I'm reading the Dickens Christmas Feast at the dinner. At what dinner? At the Muriel dinner. Remember? You, the Yuletide dinner. We talked about it like a couple weeks ago. I must have been not here. You must maybe. have been like shopping. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you were shopping. <laughs> Wait, you're reading your Christmas feast? For the dinner. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm so jealous. I know. I mean, I it's... Got, okay, sorry. I... <laughs> I might have to come. I'm just going to like crash. I won't eat. I'll just stand in the corner. Um, But it, I don't know if there... I have. There could be tickets left. I haven't even checked. So. All right. But that's what I'm going to look while you're talking. You're going to shop to love. while we're talking about. No, locals I'm not going to shop. It. Just go ahead and shop. Um, a couple of things. First of all, I just want to shout out. Have you seen the new Bon Appetit magazine? The blue one. It's got a blue cover on the front and it's got cookies in a stack. It's a no, full I'm magazine. I'm a subscriber. So why don't I have it? I've in had my... it for a couple days. Okay. Or a couple... Eh, who knows? Yeah, no, I have not seen the new Bon Appetit. Okay. Anyway, it's a redesign. So I mean, I'm oh, interested to hear fun. what you're thoughts and feelings as a journalist and all the rest of that goes okay um just because of that there are oh there's a waiting list for the yuletide dinner oh darn it okay. darn it is right well, get on the waiting list some people don't you know everyone gets sick sure i'm gonna <laughs> join it right these now. holidays everyone gets sick and cancels come on i had a two dinner date i had two dinners last night and one canceled i was like well that's just karma. All right. So here's some other things that are happening this weekend and or just around town. Um, have you seen the Nordic Village popped up at Four Seasons? Speaking of, at um, the the on the Riva Terrace, they're having a big makers market up there. Beyond this, they have cabins. They have put up these cute little Nordic Village cabins. No, I have not. You can book a four course dinner there. In and a Nordic cabin? In a cute little Nordic cabin, which, by cute. the way, for me, is way better than those sweaty domes. Because the oh, domes... Oh, the domes... The sweaty domes are not The condensation of done. your breath nope. running down the inside and knowing of it's the your, plastic knowing it's terrarium. your breath, too, is like Urgh. a problem. Anyway, so this they have uh, these great little cabins, these little rustic cabins. They seat four. You get a four-course dinner from Chef Martin Morelli. 150 bucks per person. But you also... There's fire pits, and you get a little cocktail by the fire pit. There's a little shuffleboard action. Dang cute. Cute. Dang cute is what I'm thinking. That's what I want to know okay, about that. Okay, Nordic Village at Riva, Riva Terrace. Terrace at the Four Seasons. Um, letting you know, too, that if you're out shopping at Mall of America, if you guys are heading out that way to go do a little shopping, there is a new sushi bar. Oh, yeah. It's called Kura Sushi, and it is conveyor belt sushi, which I am a huge oh, fan just, of. Yes, I yes, am, yes. like, the biggest fan of conveyor belt sushi. I don't know why, but I just love it. I love that it goes right by, and I'm like, I think I'll have that. And you pick it up, and I think it's great. They also, at Kura Sushi, what's interesting about them, this is, a, this is actually one of the very first conveyor belt sushi restaurants, historically. They opened their first spot in 1977 in Japan, and um, what they have is also you have a touch screen where you can order something that you want, like, and it comes on the Express Sushi Highway, which is important, I feel. And so that you can also, like, if you're like, I'm not seeing what I want, you can kind of order whatever up if you want something. Okay, and it comes I like to your it. Table. So that's kind of fun. That's at Mall of America. Um, and then letting you know that, uh, what was the other one I wanted to mention? Oh, that ovation that there's, okay. So if you're going to go to the Christmas Carol at the Guthrie theater, okay. they have reopened the four, the fifth floor dining. Oh, thank goodness. I know. So they have a new space called, oh, is it the final? 
Oh, gosh. we've had a, a score yeah, three to one. Three to one, by the way. Netherlands We're trying to, to keep US. track of the soccer. It's, for yeah, it's not going to. It's, no, it's going to be the Orangemen. Let's just be clear. It's the Orangemen all the way. Um, all right, so ovation on the fifth floor of the Guthrie just reopened in time for the Christmas Carol. Who's running it? Do you know? Um, I think it's it's the guys. It's Jonathan Gans who was with the Bachelor Farmer. He did Churchill Street up in sure, Shoreview, sure, sure. and he's uh, the, that kind of crew is working on it. So they this is just the fifth floor dining space, you know, up by the mezzanine, yep. and it's really only pre-show dining. So it opens at 11 a.m. for the matinees and 5 p.m. for the for the shows the downstairs one the one that was sea change still not open they're going to redo that and open that within the next year okay in the next year so they're taking their time with that one but you can if you need to you know what i mean like sometimes people get a little flustered with trying to think about dining and then parking and all the rest so ovation is open they've got you know like grilled escarolionaise they've got some gnocchi they've got chickpea fritters they've got it's a small menu but it's a good easy one okay so there that's my report on that one um, what about some markets? You got any good markets coming? Uh, yeah, there's actually a market that is going to be at the Four Seasons. That's this weekend, 10 to 4, both days. Uh, it's the Good Christmas Market. They have some really um, lovely vendors there. Mitch Berthoom, she Mitch, programmed this one. Course. She does a really great market. Um, That's fun. Did you know that Minnetonka Orchard is open for like the holiday season? I did not. Yeah. So they're doing, so they have like, you know, the, the orchard like closed down for the, after the harvest and yep. then they've reopened. They're doing like Santa and sleigh rides and Cute. like at the little gift barn, they have their farm grown wine and cider, hard cider and all sorts of stuff there. The Arboretum too has a great little oh, $15 holiday light show. That's really incredible. And they have my book out there still so nice. at the gift shop because the book's selling out. So if you want it. Get it. Come Get to Certix. They're going to have about 12 left over, and I'll sign them all for you. All right, everybody. Have a good have Christmas a holiday. holiday. See you soon. Ciao, ciao.